1061 Nash Icon, Picayune, New Orleans. Good morning, and welcome to the 28th year of the Three Tailgaters Show on 1061 Nash Icon and at NashFM1061.com. The Three Tailgaters Show is presented by CrescentCitySports.com, the best sports site in Louisiana. The Three Tailgaters Show is also presented by the Allstate Sugar Bowl, representing the best of amateur athletics. And by Francesca's by Katie's in New Orleans, serving up St. Louis-style food with a New Orleans flair. The Three Tailgaters are also brought to you by Lamarck Ford and Lamarck Lincoln, by LifeGate Church in Metairie, by Rhino Shield Mid-South, Bergeron Automotive in Metairie, by Premier Automotive throughout the New Orleans area, John Curtis Christian School in River Ridge, Life Resources Ministries, and by the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. Promotional consideration is provided by Central City Barbecue on South Rampart Street, Venezia Restaurant on North Carrollton Avenue, Two Tony's Restaurant at West End, Fury's Restaurant in Metairie, Perrin's Restaurant in Harahan, Reginelli's Pizzeria with locations throughout the metro area, Ye Old College Inn on Carrollton Avenue, Messina's at the Terminal and Runway Cafe at Lakefront Airport, by Copeland's of New Orleans and Kenner at the Esplanade Mall, Desi Vega's Seafood and Steakhouse in Metairie, Chateau Cafe with locations in New Orleans and Kenner, Moe's Pizza in West Wego, Hooters Restaurants in Metairie and Gretna, Geo's Pizza and Spaghetti House in Metairie, Hobnobber Cafe in Metairie, Fat Boy's Pizza on Metairie Road, by Sirio's Pull Boys in Delhi on St. Charles Avenue, by That's Amore Pizzeria in Metairie, Bears Pull Boys on Causeway Boulevard at Metairie Road, Fury's Restaurant on Martin Berman in Metairie, and by Sunray Grill on Bell Chase Highway in Gretna. Now, here are your hosts of the Three Tailgaters Show, Ed Daniels, Sports Director of WGNO and WNOL, CrescentCitySports.com and the Clarion Herald, and Cumulus Radio New Orleans Sports Director Ken Trahan of CrescentCitySports.com, the Saints Hall of Fame Museum, the Greater New Orleans Quarterback Club, Life Resources Ministries, and the Kenner Star. And a pleasant good morning and welcome to another edition of the Three Tailgater Show here on 106.1 FM Nash Icon. We're on the web at NashFM1061.com. Our tune-in app is available for you anytime, anywhere for you to listen in via iHeart. And, of course, you also have the opportunity to check out our podcast following the show through CrescentCitySports.com. And you can go to the menu, click on More, and click on Podcast, and you'll be able to hear the show. You can get us at home via Alexa if you don't. Get us on radio. Just tell her to play WRKN or play Nash Icon 1061 FM. Of course, you can listen. Morning, Ed. Good morning, Ed. How are you? 
Oh, there we go. Can you hear me now, Ed? Yep, I got you. All right, well, you're on, Ed. We're trying to reconnect with Ken. Good morning. Welcome to the Three Tailcaters Show here on WRKN 106.1 FM, New Orleans. Ed Daniels along with Ken Trahan. I'll be headed to Tiger Stadium today as LSU takes on Mississippi State. And it will be a good ball game in Baton Rouge today. We'll talk to Ken about that. Saints have a ton of injuries. We'll get to all of that as well as they uh, get ready for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. New Orleans has defeated Tampa Bay in seven consecutive regular season games. Status of Alvin Kamara didn't practice on Thursday or Friday. Doesn't look all that good, but um, Bucks have some injuries too, including wide receiver Chris Godwin, who is out. So ought to be a very, very interesting day in the Superdome at the Saints have their home opener against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And, of course, at 2 o'clock today, Tulane, two touchdown underdogs. They take on Kansas State. Big game for the Green Wave. Uh, they played well their first two games against FCS opponents. They stay, step way up in class, though, today against Kansas State in Manhattan at 2 o'clock. And, of course, want to remind you that we'll have all the highlights on WGNO News at 10, including Carr and Easton playing this evening. And, of course, at 1 o'clock at Tad Gormley, it's Chalmet and Holy Cross. Game on a Saturday at Gormley. We'll get to all of that as well. Yeah. And I think Ken has joined us. Yeah, I'm here. I'm right here, buddy. Hey, so Ken. apologize for that. Oh, it's all good, man. Appreciate it. So I was saying a great night for high school football and just talking about St. Augustine's signature victory because we're going to listen to Nick Foster here in a minute or two, and then we're going to talk to Marcus Scott and Nelson Stewart okay. too. But uh, th- just to set the, the tone again, St. Aug trailed 17-3 in that game on the road at Bronco Stadium. Uh, gave up a big play in the kick game and, and found their way back, fought their way back, and won the game. They showed just how good a football team they were. And I, I look back at last year. We did the game last year at Tag Gormley, and they scored 35 on Zachary and had a real chance to beat them but lost in the kicking game. This time they overcame it, and it just shows what kind of talent that team has. Well, it's a big win for them. Uh, a lot of big wins last night, of course. Um, I know you're going to talk to Nelson Stewart. Yeah. Um, great win by Newman over Benton and uh, Destrahan. Wow. Whew, man. Yeah, a lot of players at the skill position. And, oh, man. Uh, Definitely a team that has to be considered a threat in 5A, especially with all their uh, with all their outstanding athletes on the perimeter. They can run it, they can throw it, and they can return kicks. They looked really good last night, Kenny. They just really got all over East Ascension and really turned it into um, turned it into a a um, an affair that was decided early in the early in the game when they they went off and they got 21 points in the first nine minutes. No doubt about it. Look, just so good uh, in terms of the talent on that team and and recognizing that talent, to be sure. Now, we did have a chance to talk to Nick Foster last night on the original prep football report, so let's listen to the, the comments of Coach Foster after that big win at Zachary. How are you doing, Ken? Nick, I'm, well, I'm doing okay, but not as good as you are. Oh, I'm going great, man. I'm going great. Appreciate that, Ken. <laughs> that's, that's a signature win. Look, you've been looking for this kind of win for this program uh, since you got there. And the school's been looking for this kind of win for that program now for, I don't know, maybe maybe five, six, seven years. Uh, just what does this mean, Coach? It's a huge win for our program. And basically just, you know, want to make a statement and, and just make people realize San Augusta football, we're serious. 
All right, and our preparation, a real good program as well. Ro Brown wants to talk to you, Ro. Hey, Nick. How you doing, Ro? All righty. You're down 17-3. to three. Uh, You must have done something with Mr. Holstein because you came back to win. Uh, I know he's going to always get some of his, but what did you do against him, and did the D-line come through? D-line definitely came through. Like I told you in our first interview, that's the heart of our team, and we just plan on just putting pressure on them, able to, you know, contact them a little bit, just keep pounding them. Um, Eli's a tough kid. He's an Alabama commit for a reason. But I, I've been watching that kid for the last two years basically beat us. All right, and we was able to get over that hump and, you know, just basically get after him. Let's, win, go ahead, Ro. The winning touchdown was Cooper to Josh Jackson. Is that, was that to right? Karaz Johnson. To Karaz. To Karaz. Okay. All righty. Talk about that one, the winner. Um, we we actually dialed it up. We schemed it for Josh. We was trying to read the safety. He backed off on the post and left Karaz one-on-one with a rover. And, you know, if you get that type of kid space on a linebacker, too much space, too much weight. You don't make people miss him. Let's go. Well, that's amazing. Les East, quick question for Coach Nick Foster of St. Aug. Yeah, congratulations, Coach. Our correspondent mentioned that your offense got off to a slow start the first few possessions. What mm-hmm. turned it around? Hello? Yeah, what turned it around, Coach? The he, offense. He said your offense, you started slowly, but what turned it around? Second half, we just seen some things where we could execute on. A lot of things in the first half, it was just mental assignments, mental mistakes. And like I said, in the first half, in, in this hostile environment out here in Bronco Stadium, you got over 7,000 people. Our kids was a little rattled. I in the second half, we was able to look at some things at halftime and just execute the game plan. If we were able to slow down and just play our game, we one of the best teams in the state. Jude Young, quick question for Coach Foster. Nick, congratulations. Fantastic Thank win. Thank you. How Thank much you. did it help you to have played them in recent years, that familiarity? You know, it's a tough team to play with a quarterback of that caliber. Obviously, your team was ready to put forth the kind of defensive effort you needed to. Definitely. Um, over the years, like I said, I watched Eli grow up, and just the type of player he is, he beat us, you know, the last two years, and we was able to get over the hump this year. But like you said, that's from familiarity. We're able to, you know, scheme up some things from last year, know some things that Brew like to do on offense and defense, and we were able to capitalize on it tonight. Gigantic win. Purple Knights 24, Broncos 20, St. Aug over Zachary. Congratulations, Nick. Well-earned, well-deserved, tremendous accomplishment. Safe trip back and smile all the way. Thank you, guys. I appreciate everything, man. Power. Yeah, got all, it, right. all right. All right. It's Nick Foster of St. Aug. <laughs> There you go. That's Nick Foster last night on uh, Ken Trahan's original prep football report. Ned, you had him on Friday Night Football last night, too. Uh, pretty excited as well. He should have been. Yep, and I'll tell you what. They uh, they have a big challenge this week, too. Ought to be a huge crowd on Saturday night for that game. Yeah, I mean, first you've got Carr and Warren Easton tonight. That trilogy yeah. continues, which will be gigantic as always. And then St. Augustine opens yeah. district play against Carr in, a, in mm-hmm. another titanic battle at Berman Stadium. And of course, the, the ties there are unbelievable because Nick Foster came from Bryce Brown's staff. And, of course, they played each other previously in mm-hmm. St. Aug upset car at mm-hmm. Tag Romney Stadium. So there's a whole lot of subplots to that one, Ed. Well, there is. Uh, you know, um, it's, a, um, it's a very, very interesting um, dynamic between Carr and St. Aug and really between Carr and Warren Easton because mm-hmm. of Jerry Phillips and because of Nick Foster both being – uh, Bryce's assistants, and now they're uh, they're they're at um, they're at other schools. Plus, mm-hmm. I mean, the talent level on, on all these squads is really phenomenal. 
And, um, you know, that's what it is. And um, I don't know. I, I, you know, I, I'm, Kenny, uh, Coach and I were talking about this at the, at the end of the show last night, and, and you had basically said much the same. You know, I, I thought it was interesting that the, the principals in North Louisiana uh, raised a, uh, a stir about the, the way things were changed uh, earlier this month with the, with the playoff setup. But there's no question that I think the playoffs are going to be better, a lot better, don't you? Much better. I mean, this is really exciting to see, in many cases, the best playing against the best. And that's all we ever wanted to see. And right. that's what we're going to see. And I think it's fantastic. I really do. Right. I think, I think we're going to have the best November and December that we've had really since uh, November of 2012. I think we're going to have uh, really the most competitive playoffs that we've had since. Now, with that being said, I do understand where the principles are coming from because you and I have heard for years, all right? And like I said, I don't disagree with a lot of the changes. I think they're going to be good. Now, whether they stand, I don't know. But I think it is a relevant point, you know, on the flip side, to be totally fair. I think it is a relevant point by the principles in those areas who are who have said, look, we thought this was a principal's organization. All right? We thought that we would have a chance to vote on this, and they did not. I think that's fair as well. Look, I agree. So we'll see. They'll have their voice. Uh, in the meantime, we get a much better playoff system. So let's see what transpires with that. But we're going to talk to Marcus Scott coming up from Destrahan. And also to Nelson Stewart, uh, Destrahan is dominant as any team in the state right now in any class. And Newman uh, with an absolute crazy shootout win, which sets up another uh, showdown uh, for them at Manny next week, which will be another incredible game. Two different styles of play, and it should be a lot of fun to be able to see that. You know, but a lot of good results, a lot of good games that were played last night. And, you know, John Curtis rebounded with a nice win against a good team in Mississippi, and, you know, the megaphone game, you guys cover that, Archbishop Rummel going to 3-0. and Rummel went into that game with five defensive players out, which was amazing. Uh, I was at the school uh, yesterday morning, and they were missing a lot of dudes, and they were concerned, but it shows mm-hmm. that uh, they're, they're capable. Nick Monica's doing a good job. That's obviously a good football team. Well, I, I think what's happening, too, is is that, you know, Last year, uh, they were a very young team. They still are a young team, but I they think that, yeah. that one of the things that, that, that you're seeing is is that this year they're able to compete at the line of scrimmage much better than they were a year ago. That's the first takeaway I had. I mean, they, 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 they can, you know, I know it sounds very simplistic, but I think it's true. I mean, they can tackle people and get people on the ground. And, you know, if you look at, at last night, it was 14 nothing right before the half. And they, they threw a swing pass to Martin, which is a, a conservative call. And I think the right call based on that situation, because they were, they were going to try to throw a safe pass, get him in space, see if he could he'd pick up some yards, maybe make a guy or two miss and get a first down and keep the drive alive. If not, they were just going to let the clock, you know, run down and maybe punt the ball with 15 or 20 seconds to go in the first half. But, uh, Jaden Scott from Shaw made a tremendous play to, um, to um, make that play and, and strip the ball and also recover it. And then they go down and score with two seconds left in the half. And Shaw has the momentum going into the half, and they're, they're in a lot better shape. 
The one thing I will say, Kenny, about last night's game is the atmosphere was unbelievable. All right? I, you know, I got there early, and uh, I, I had to park a little ways away, and um, there was a lot of people there, a lot of people tailgating, a lot of people having fun, a lot of kids, a lot of families, people, you know, kids playing all over the grounds and everything. It really was a, a, a very, very nice atmosphere for the game. And, of course, the one thing that made it uh, – I, I guess kind of, you know, really good was the fact that the weather was quality. So sure. it was, it was, it was really, even though it didn't turn out for the Shaw people the way they wanted it to, I, I think they have a very nice venue to to play games. And they had a big crowd at the game and Rumble had a nice crowd as well. And it was just a, uh, it was a great atmosphere before kickoff. It was a lot of fun. Good atmosphere. Brought a whole bunch of alumni there. They were very excited about everything, and clearly uh, they were ready, but Rummel responded very well and kept the megaphone. So a uh, good result there. Also, a big shout-out uh, to a couple of other teams I wanted to really point out here. Abramson is 3-0. and Talked to Wesley Heath this week, had a story at CrescentCitySports.com, and they won again, and they're 3-0. and They're playing with less than 30 players, and they're simply getting the job done. Really impressive. And just big shout-out to Abramson uh, for being 3-0. and And also to John F. Kennedy. Went on the road and shut out Santa last night at the pit. Those are two really good wins for Orleans Parish Public Schools. Yep. Very nice victories. No question. So very impressed with that. And obviously the other one I wanted to point out was the awesome performance by a young man at Booker T. Washington Ed on Thursday night in the wild shootout game against John Errett. When you look at Arnold Barnes and what he did in that game, 363 yards uh, in that game and, what, six, seven touchdowns in beating John Errett. He's a terrific player. He's committed to Tulane. Well, good for him. I mean, uh, that sounds like a player of the week candidate to me. Well, yeah, it's going to be tough after what Arch Manning did last night. We'll talk to Nelson Stewart about that. But you talk about two guys that that had great games. Uh, I mean, of course, you know, and we'll talk to Nelson about it, but Manning's basically doing it every week. He's showing uh, just how good he is at this point in time. We'll get into that with Coach Stewart coming up. And, you know, also I want to point out, that, you know, Jesuit's a good football team. Jesuit is one and two, and they lost a five-point jump ball game at Ruston, who's really good, and then they lost a, a three-point game to an elite Lafayette Christian team last night. You play tough competition, you get better. Uh, don't, don't pay much attention to that record. That's a good football team again. Well, no doubt. I mean, I think the one thing you got to do is you got to look at a team schedule, and and they they have a you know very difficult schedule, and um, you know, but I think that's going to serve them well, and I think they're going to win some games in their league. Uh, you know, it's gonna it's gonna be hard for them to win the league like they did a year ago, but I think you're looking at a team that is um, is has acquitted itself very well, and I think I think they're going to win more than their share of games in that league. All right, he's Ed Daniels. I'm Ken Trahan. This is the 3 Tailgater Show. You can join us by calling 504-260-1061. That's 260-1061 if you'd like to join in the conversation. We'd love to hear from you. When we return in just a moment, Marcus Scott, the head coach of the Destrehan Wildcats, will join us off of a very strong 
win at East Ascension last night. That's next. Still to come, Nelson Stewart. And then extensive talk on the New Orleans Saints, LSU Tulane. That's all to come on the Three Tailgaters Show. Back in a moment here on 106.1 FM Nash Icon and on the web at NashFM1061.com. With over 15 acres of cars and trucks at the Lamarck Automotive Complex, there must be a reason. Buying a new car shouldn't be complicated. That's why our expert staff is here to help. I've been selling new Ford cars and trucks since 1970. That's over 50 years. Wow, there must be a reason. With your lifestyle and budget in mind, our finance team works hard to be the best in the business. Only at Lamarck Ford, at the Lamarck Automotive Complex. There must be a reason. For 16 years, the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl has been proud to support one of the area's great traditions, high school football, and the Prep Football Player of the Week Award. The RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl's weekly recognition of excellence on the field by high school student athletes reflects our understanding of the importance of athletics in the development of our youth. And the Prep Player of the Year will be presented the Ronald E. Gardner Award on the field at Caesar Superdome during the 2022 RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl Wednesday night, December 21st. Tickets available now at NewOrleansBowl.com. Are you seeing pink everywhere? Demo Diva Hot Pink Dumpsters are painting the town pink. Clean out your business, your building, or your closet. Rent one of our pink dumpsters. Don't feel blue. Don't see red. Catch the vibe. Get the pink. Demo Diva. We service commercial, industrial, and residential customers. 504-486-4121. Demo Diva. Taking it down to the dirt. Demodiva.com. Hey, sports fans, this is Louisiana State Treasurer John Schroeder. Teamwork is critical to success. This is why my team at Unclaimed Property wants to return your cash to you. Right now, there are over $1 billion that belong to Louisiana citizens. Unclaimed Property has lost or forgotten money from bank accounts, stocks, bonds, wages, insurance, and investment payouts never received. But don't worry, the Louisiana Treasury team is here to help. We've found your money and want to return it to you. Visit LACashClaim.org for your cash. If you want to be treated right, you go to Bergeron. Bergeron will give you the best deal. You just know you can trust these people. They're from here. They get me. You know, buying a car doesn't have to be a scary experience. It's anything but a Bergeron. Everybody knows that. Everybody. I grew up with a Bergeron. I went to school with a Bergeron. This is the fourth car I've bought from here. That makes me a Bergeron. I'm a Bergeron. I'm a Bergeron. I'm a bourgeois. Get out of here. I'm a Bergeron. Everybody knows a Bergeron. Bergeron Automotive on Veterans in Metairie. Ring in the new year with the 89th All-State Sugar Bowl. Since 1935, the Sugar Bowl has been a New Orleans New Year's tradition. And this year, the best of the SEC and Big 12 will square off on New Year's Eve in the Caesars Superdome. So kick off your New Year's celebration with a college football masterpiece. For tickets, visit AllStateSugarBowl.org and download the free Sugar Bowl mobile app. The All-State Sugar Bowl is presented by Allstate, the Louisiana Office of Tourism, and Taco Bell. The IRS doesn't mess around. If they want your money, they'll take it. They can take your paycheck and bank accounts, too, even threaten your home or business. Don't take on the IRS alone. If you owe back taxes, the smartest thing you can do is call Optima Tax Relief. The experts at Optima specialize in a powerful IRS tax assistance program called the Fresh Start Initiative. And their clients that qualify are saving thousands. One call starts the process to stop the demand letters, stop aggressive collection actions, and stop the IRS from targeting you. But don't 
Don't delay. It's important to act now while you still have options. Optima is A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. Optima has already resolved over a billion dollars of tax debt for their clients. Get your life back. For tax help you need, for tax help you can trust, call Optima now for your free consultation. Call 800-704-9936. 800-704-9936. 800-704-9936. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Just tuning in? We're just getting started with the Three Tailgaters Show on 106.1 Nash Icon, NashFM1061.com, and through CrescentCitySports.com. What are you waiting for? Call 504-260-1061 to talk all sports all the time. Now back to Ken Trahan and Ed Daniels. And, of course, in high school football last night, a lot to talk about. You heard from Nick Foster of St. Augustine. We'll hear from Nelson Stewart coming up from Newman. But another really eye-opening and impressive victory last night came in Gonzales where Destrahan trounced East Ascension 42-2 to in an absolute statement performance. And let me add to that so that it puts some perspective on it. You know, East Ascension's big and strong. They opened the season against Zachary. They actually led 7-6 to six at the half against Zachary before succumbing 35-13. to 13. And last week, East Ascension went to West Monroe and upset the Rebels 16-10. to 10. So obviously, that's a solid football team. And Destrahan absolutely dismantled EA last night. There's no other way to put it. Joining us now is the outstanding head coach of the Wildcats, Coach Marcus Scott. Marcus, first and foremost, congratulations and and. I think I got that right, don't you think? Marcus? Yeah, Marcus. Yeah, I'm here. Hey, buddy. I said congratulations. I think I set the tone there. I think I got that right. Your team's playing really well, isn't it? Good morning, guys. Thanks for having us. So, um, yeah, we were able to get off to a fast start last night, and, um, you know, we were very concerned about – very talented, uh, well-coached East Ascension team. But obviously that was not much to worry about. Big plays, Coach. Talk about that. You just struck with big plays right away and, and, and really kind of uh, took, the, uh, you know, took the, the doubt out of this. You, you, you just made a bunch of big plays early in that game, didn't you? Yeah, you know, we were able to – that was one of our points of emphasis this offseason to, to be, uh, be able to – push the ball down the field more and and be able to um, uh, make defenses make a choice whether they want to um, try to defend Shane Lee and the other three backs or be able to play two high safeties and, and, and stop the pass. So, you know, we, we kind of put people in a situation at this point where they have to make a choice. And, and so, you know, we were fortunate. The assistant coach did a good job of getting the kids ready to play. And, um, you know, it was a good performance. And? Coach, did you feel this team brewing over the last couple of years? You kind of felt this was coming, right? Well, you know, this this group has played a lot of games together. You know, we have we have uh, Lenore Harris and Daniel Blood and Jay Eugene, um, Kevin Adams, those guys played in the dome as, as freshmen. And so they've been super dome, semifinal, semifinal. So they've basically played a whole nother season just in playoff games in their in their career. So when you have guys 
with that level of, of, of playing experience, you know, going on the road into an environment like East Ascension, you know, it's a it's not as eye-opening as it would be for, for people with, with less experience. Obviously, this is a, a veteran team, and you mentioned the two semifinal appearances, and you faced those, you know, those elite programs in 5A Acadiana. They won it all, and then Zachary, they won it all. So you've seen where you need to get and, and who you need to be to get there, and i got to believe this is the year that you have the opportunity to do that, and this is the year you've been pointing to. Would that be accurate? <laughs> well, you know, I'll give the coach answer and tell you that it's just one at a time. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it, it truly is. You know, we have to take it one at a time. We have a long way to go before we get to that point. But obviously, we we would like to position ourselves um, to to be able to to make another another run at it and and give ourselves a chance to do it. Ed. Coach, you feel a little extra pressure because of that this year for all those kids? No, we don't feel pressure because, you know, like I told the, told the staff and the players, what we want to do is create an environment where you're just basically playing with your friends on Friday night and, you know, and you're coaching with your friends. So when you, when you have that type of cohesion as a staff and, and as, a, as a team, you know, you, you – you just tend to focus on the process and, and how can we get back to that point to give ourselves another chance to to, uh, to reach our ultimate goal. Long way to go, obviously. Yeah, for people who really, I, I guess maybe, and that that kind of goes for all of us. I mean, I mean, it really is a day-to-day type thing, isn't it? It really is, and you have to keep the kids focused. Um, not only when bad things happen, but when good things happen. And so the, the key is to keep everybody grounded and understand that you're, you're not as good as you may think and you're never as bad as you may think. Marcus Scott with us from Destrahan, and obviously, you know, that's a great program. You were there as an assistant coach. You came back as the head coach. You know where they've been and what they've done. You've kept it at that very, very high level for the last couple of years, and we all know what kind of program that's been, and and we all know what the expectations are in River Parish football. It's, uh, I don't want to use the word religion, but it's, it's such a passion uh, for people. And it's such a community school and such a community sport. Uh, I think the fact that, you know, you had been there previously definitely helped. Would you say that's accurate? I'm sorry, it was loud here. It, it, yeah. It I said the fact that you'd been at Destrahan as an assistant previously, you understood the passion. You understood uh, the fact that the whole community is involved in that program. And I got to think that helped you and helped prepare you for this job, right? Sure. You you always want to be someone with high expectations. And, and, and certainly here at Destrahan and in the River Parishes, you know, the, the, the people are very passionate and they, they have uh, put the resources in place for, for us to be successful. And, you know, it, it really is a community um, situation. And so I'm, I'm very appreciative of it. And just being at different programs as a, as a head coach, now I can appreciate it even more so being at a place like that's trying. And? Coach, how about moving forward? Uh, tell me tell me what the areas you think that you have to be better at to, to be the team that you want to be. Well, there's always 
there's always room for improvement. And so we we always feel like you have to stay uh, tuned up in the kicking game. And, you know, we, we want to get to the point where we have five penalties or less. And, and I think we're close to that. But when you can when you can play mistake-free football, it give you give yourself an opportunity to, to reach your goals. You know, well, Coach, we it's all amazing know. to me. Yeah, it's amazing to me how many games are decided on penalties. <laughs> it's, it's absolutely it, – it blows your way. You go to a game on a Friday night, the team that plays clean has such an advantage. Yeah, it, it really does. And, you know, you hear people talk about uh, beating yourself. It, that That's truly what it is when you make these mistakes, and, and especially – the pre-snap and the post-snap penalties will really kill you. You know, the jumping on sides, the the, the the personal fouls, things of that nature. Those are the things that that, that kill. You're gonna have some holding. You're gonna have some stuff like that. That's hustle plays, and you know, but you, you cannot afford the pre-snap and the post-snap stuff. And so we've been able to to cut cut down on it, as, and then we're gonna continue to harp on on the small things like that. Well, Marcus, we all know what's coming up next week. Uh, it doesn't matter what the talent is, what the records are, what anything is. It's as good a rivalry as anywhere in Louisiana. Hanville coming to your place, and you know they're coming off of a very good win last night uh, at North Shore, who had looked good the first couple of weeks. So uh, you know they're going to come in ready. You know they're going to get their best shot. Uh, just talk about what that rivalry is all about for people that, that, that really may not have seen it or been there to understand just how passionate and how big it is. Yeah, I encourage people who, who have an opportunity to come out and, and experience it to do so because it, it, it truly is a special night. And, and look, the events leading up to the game also uh, add to to the to the rivalry. So it's, it's, we, we actually compete. Um, in the uh, it's called the Pink Links Challenge, where we uh, both schools raise money for for cancer, and so we compete. Well, who can sell the most bands? I mean, it's a competition. From I mean, people have been talking about this game, you know, since the last game ended. So it's, it's just that type of uh, type of rivalry, and it's people are very passionate about it. And, and the, from the grocery store to walking in the neighborhood, I mean, there's people who <laughs> they, they they make comments if they're from Hornville, and you know, and vice versa. So it's it's pretty exciting, um, and we we truly want each other to be um, be successful, except for this one week. <laughs> yeah, I got that, Ed. Well, coach, looking forward to it, buddy, and uh, congratulations on what you've done so far. Really tremendous. Thanks. Thank y'all. Thanks for having us this morning. Uh, have a good one. Superb job by Destrahan and by Marcus Scott. Thank you, Marcus. We appreciate the time. Man. No problem. Anytime. All right. You got it, buddy. Marcus Scott, outstanding head coach of the Destrahan Wildcats, as impressive as any team in the state right now. Just take a look at what they've done thus far this year. It's been amazing. Three games, they've outscored their opponents 133-2. to two. There you go. Give you some perspective on how good they've been. That's Marcus Scott of Destraham. We'll take a time out here, 504-260-1061. Coming back, a different type of game last night, absolute shootout, Newman, 54-52 over Benton. We'll talk to Nelson Stewart next on the 3 Tailgater Show here on 106.1 FM, Nash Icon, and at NashFM1061.com. 
With over 15 acres of cars and trucks at the Lamarck Automotive Complex, there must be a reason. Buying a new car shouldn't be complicated. That's why our expert staff is here to help. So I've been selling new Ford cars and trucks since 1970. It's over 50 years. Wow, there must be a reason. With your lifestyle and budget in mind, our finance team works hard to be the best in the business. Only at Lamarck Ford, at the Lamarck Automotive Complex. There must be a reason. Are you seeing pink everywhere? Demo Diva Hot Pink Dumpsters are painting the town pink. Clean out your business, your building, or your closet. Rent one of our pink dumpsters. Don't feel blue. Don't see red. Catch the vibe. Get the pink. Demo Diva, we service commercial, industrial, and residential customers. 504-486-4121. Demo Diva, taking it down to the dirt. Demodiva.com. Bring in the new year with the 89th All-State Sugar Bowl. Since 1935, the Sugar Bowl has been a New Orleans New Year's tradition. And this year, the best of the SEC and Big 12 will square off on New Year's Eve in the Caesars Superdome. So kick off your New Year's celebration with a college football masterpiece. For tickets, visit AllStateSugarBowl.org and download the free Sugar Bowl mobile app. The All-State Sugar Bowl is presented by Allstate, the Louisiana Office of Tourism, and Taco Bell. If you want to be treated right, you go to Bergeron. Bergeron will give you the best deal. You just know you can trust these people. They're from here. They get me. You know, buying a car doesn't have to be a scary experience. It's anything but a Bergeron. Everybody knows that. Everybody. I grew up with a Bergeron. I went to school with a Bergeron. This is the fourth car I've bought from here. That makes me a Bergeron. I'm a Bergeron. I'm a Bergeron. I'm a bourgeois. Get out of here. I'm a Bergeron. Everybody knows a Bergeron. Bergeron Automotive on Veterans in Metairie. Wake up to football across the globe. Let's go! With three live games on NFL Network. First, London's calling with two Sunday matchups as the Vikings take on the Saints on October 2nd and the Giants face the Packers on October 9th. Oh, baby, is he good! Then, for the first time ever, the NFL debuts in Germany as the Seahawks battle the Bucks on November 13th. Touchdown, Tampa Bay! It's Sunday morning football. It all starts October 2nd at 9.30 a.m. Eastern on NFL Network. Hey, football fans, don't miss your local games or that last-second field goal. All you need is an antenna hooked up to your TV, and you can see live football for free. That's right, free. No subscription, no fees, no credit card info required, just your TV and an antenna. And then live sports news and other popular shows are yours for free. Go to thefreetvproject.org. That's thefreetvproject.org to get started. Thefreetvproject.org. Antennas up, game on. Furnished by EW Scripps. This is Kevin Mamahat. For most of us, the largest single purchase we'll ever make is when buying a home. That's why thousands of homeowners each year choose to protect their largest investment with Rhino Shield. Rhino Shield is the only international architectural ceramic coating that gives residential and commercial owners peace of mind. Along with our 25-year warranty, our ceramic coating reflects the ultraviolet rays we experience here in Louisiana, Mississippi, and Alabama, keeping your home cooler with less strain on your air conditioner. And it's more affordable than you think. So give us a call for your free estimate, 504-407-2222, or visit rhinoshieldmidsouth.com. Call now, and you can get the guaranteed protection of Rhino Shield for 20% off the regular price, 407-2222, or visit rhinoshieldmidsouth.com. Don't paint, don't vinyl, go Rhino Shield. Never paint your house again, Rhino Shield. 
You want the total sports package? Let's talk prep, college, pro, all sports, all the time. You get it all from the three tailgaters on 106.1 Nash Icon, NashFM1061.com, and through CrescentCitySports.com with Ken and Ed. Give us a call, 504-260-1061. This just in, another score at Lupin Field. Well, I'm exaggerating a little bit, but that was kind of what it was like last night at Lupin Field as Newman outscored Benton 54-52. to And, you know, it's one of those games where you, you really had the feeling the team that had the ball last would win, and that's actually what did not happen because – uh, both teams had a chance with the ball late in the game. Either team was able to produce. Newman got the stop it needed, held on to win it by two over a 5A opponent, 54-52. to 52. Joining us now is the head coach of the Newman Greenies, Coach Nelson Stewart. Hey, Nelson, uh, congratulations. I guess just another night at the office, right? Um, I guess you could. I, I don't quite. I wouldn't say that. <laughs> it was uh, as I, I talked to. Brent Indest at, at about uh, midnight. Uh, it, it, these are the ones that take a few years off you in this profession. But uh, no, it was um, it was it was a tough night. Benton is extremely explosive and as good a wide receiver we've seen quite some time. I think early they just jumped on us. They uh, they came ready. Um, you know, a lot of explosives. They were just hitting everything, running by us, hitting verticals, tunnel screens. I think we were able to you know produce offensively. You know, but, 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 you know, drops early, but we still felt like we were protecting good. Um, and, and, you know, seldom are you at whatever it was, 35 12, about 14 and a half, and, and think you can get back. But, but our kids are resilient. We just, um, so we play this schedule for a reason, and our kids competed to the last snap. And I give Benton so much credit. That's a really good team. They lost to Texarkana in a shootout. Um, and ironically, it took us two hours to get through that film because it was 206 clips. And, Guess what? Last night was 206 clips on ours. So, you know, just a lot of plays, nonstop. Our kids played hard. But, um, yeah, it was, uh, it's been 72 68 Carvers, about the only other game I've been in like that. But I was really proud of our kids who came back. We got a lot to work on. I remember that one, too. <laughs> that was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, coach. You know what's coming this week, buddy? You ready? Yeah. Uh, yes, sir. I'm well aware. No, it's, it's um, I actually said it uh, right in the huddle. I think that, you know, as young, as young kids, they had so much emotion and, you know, seeing the alma mater run in the stands within about one or two minutes, you have to remind them this is, um, this is the one and it's the one that I know a lot of people look forward to. And, um, you know, we, we've kind of, you know, I'd like to think we, we, we've been in enough battles now, having gone through Holy Cross and Telesal and Hanville, um, Riverside, and, and their fantastic Elijah Davis, and last night against Benton. That, you know, we, we, we've uh, been in the ring a little bit, you know, throwing a few punches, uh, been in those settings. They're certainly tough to, you know, replicate Manny, but, um, you know, speaking, you know, uh, with Jess a lot, they're expecting a massive crowd. Um, the environment's certainly going to be unlike, you know, any other. Um, when it comes to Tackett Curtis, what he does is a reason he's going to USC to play linebacker. They, you know, they run that, you know, bare defense. They're going to man coverage. They're going to try and slam it down your throat. They do a lot of unbalanced stuff. And, you know, they're a, a, a premier two-way program. But this is what you do. You play people. Um, you know, we have a great week of practice. That's not coach speak. That's a fact. We've got to be able to replicate what they do. Um, like everybody else, there's bumps and bruises, but, you know, hey, we're going to have to play through it. So, um, no, it, it's a big-time matchup. 
Um, I think we've, we've got to, you know, we're going to work really hard in the next two days, get a great plan for these kids, and um, just give them that Louisiana high school experience. Keep saying it, but it's a big road trip for us, big test for us, and hopefully I've done my job in terms of the preparation and the scheduling so these kids have had every opportunity to get ready for this. Your quarterback has raised the level of his game, don't you think? You no, know, yeah, he really has. I mean, you know, was, I was just with a you know line we were watching it, and his uh, you know Hyde is a guard. And Hyde's always really hard on him, and, and there were two throws he made last night that you know Hyde's like, all right, I admit it, I don't know how in the world he did that one. You know, he uh, he put you know he's throwing with touch, and I still think that you know as a progression passer, he's fantastic. But my goodness, his off balance throws and when the pocket moves, the touch, the trajectory, the ball, how he just puts it. He had two, you know, scrambles, one to Willers L, one to Peter Luke that just put it right in there. And um he's got a calm mind. I mean, even when he's on the move, he can throw it, he's accurate. He um yeah, his ability to run the ball and he's a senior. You can just see it, he's a leader. He understands things. He understands the temperature in the locker room. And at halftime, he was sitting in his locker calmly as we talked to the team about, you know, what we were going to do. We weren't throwing things, yelling at things like, hey, this is, you know, what we prepared for. They're doing it. So we'll keep, you know, look, we may try and steal some possessions. You know, we had a few little wrinkles, razzle-dazzle things, and he executed it. So, um, no, he's phenomenal. And um, I don't listen to a lot of the whatnot, but you hear a lot of things in the stands about, Maybe a rating, I can tell you this. Maybe he's underrated sometimes. He's a fantastic football player. And I, I, I really think that um, he's coming into his own. He's a, he's a terrific young man. You know what I, uh, 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 I guess, uh, equivocate that to? And I don't, I don't know if that's the proper term or whatever, but I just think, I just think a lot of that stuff is jealousy. Because yeah, I know. Yeah, no, and I think that a lot, you know, when you uh, – I tell the stories, so many stories about him, and, you know, everybody – you know, I know with with his name and, you know, his pedigree that a lot of things, you know, you think that things are just going to come to you, but it's the things you don't see. It's how many – you know, how hard he works at, you know, the starting the opponent. Uh, this is a young man that, um, you know, my oldest daughter – I tell the story now forever as long as I'm alive of special needs – Attend St. Therese Academy the day after he and Will Randall got back from Texas. Um, he volunteered with 15, 20 other players to uh, help where Mount Carmel uh, had donated lockers. They couldn't afford to move them to St. Therese, so all they had was a U-Haul. He was one of 20 players that loaded the U-Haul for two hours, helped drive it and bring the lockers to St. Therese. Those are the things you don't see. He is a wonderful young man. He's universally respected. He's got a heart of gold, and he's a champ in everything he does. And, you know, I think that when you talk about the kind of person he is, the work ethic and, you know, the selflessness, I think that's what really rounds out why people here are so, you know, protective of him and, and why we celebrate him so much is because of the kind of person that he is. So, um, no, I, I, I'm i sure it is, but, um, hey, I, I, at least I got him another season. I can keep these walls around him and keep growing him until he heads off to Austin. Visiting with Nelson Stewart, the head coach of the Newman Greenies. Uh, Will Randall, coach, he's had to play both sides of the ball. I know you lost one kid on defense, and he's done that for you. He's done it well. I know he got banged up a little bit last night. Hope he's okay. Hope he's okay. We'll see. Um, you know, it's one of those things we don't know yet. Um, you got to uh, go through and get looked at and see how it goes. And, um, 
you know, you, you, as in these situations, you hope for the best. And, um, all I can say is, um, he's the engine. He's full speed all the time. Um, it was a, a non-contact, um, deal. And, you know, we got up today, saw him this morning. He's walking around and we're going to see. So, you know, as I told our guys, you know, we can only control what we can control. Um, and, um, hope he's okay. Um, you know how I feel about the young man. And, you know, I spoke with his dad last night. And, you know, we're going to see. That's all I can see. He's, he's obviously irreplaceable in everything he does for us on both sides of the ball. And, um, you know, regardless, um, you know, if, if for some reason we didn't have him, we got to find a way to move forward. So we are going to see, and, and we're still hoping for the best. And So, Coach, um, um, how do you solve the uh, Tackett Curtis issue? Still working on that one, buddy. I don't know. He, uh, you know, I, yeah, and, and, and I, I get kid with Jess when I talk to him, but I don't know if he's Dick Butkus or Brian Bosworth or what, but he is a throwback. Um, you know, he, he is, he is a hundred miles an hour. Um, he tackles through people. Um, he plays with controlled violence. I think that, um, you know, many years ago, the only kid I could maybe compare him to a little bit was, um, as you remember, Evan Barron at Riverside Academy and um, a little bit different, maybe a little bigger, a little faster, but um, no, he's as advertised. I think you, you have to account for him. I think you have to respect him. You have to know what he can do. And as you, you know, formulate your game plan, I think that, you know, it's on me and it's on us to make sure that, you know, we don't take anything for granted. You have to know where he is. You have to know what he's doing. Uh, last night, Ben had an outstanding outside linebacker who's going to the East and, you know, we had to do some things with that. So get into the film really at that level and uh, just respect, you know, everything that he does. And, um, you know, especially working with the line structurally, he just has to be accounted for at all times. And, um, you know, it's going to be a lot of study, you know, a lot of homework. And, um, look, you know, he was a state defensive player of the year last year. Um, and uh, I know I, you know, I said Elijah Davis steps back. We'd see, I don't know if we'll see a better player than Tackett Curtis. So, um, He's, he's their engine, he's their everything, but for good reason. So, no, we got a lot of work to do. Well, it was a big win for Newman last night over Benton. 54-52, to 3-0. It's on to Manny next Friday night. And a game that many people are looking forward to, ourselves included. Nelson, listen, congratulations on another great win. Uh, best of luck to you moving forward. And, you know, go study that video and see what you can come up with, buddy. <laughs> yes, sir, we'll do it. All right, guys, I thank you all. Always for the coverage and take time to have me on. We really do appreciate it, man. Thank you so much. Thank you, Nelson. Appreciate it. Nelson Stewart of the Newman Greenies. We'll take a time out here. It's 504-260-1061 to join us. Back in just a moment, we'll get into Tulane, LSU, the Saints, and much more. Glad you're with us on this Saturday morning. Ken and Ed, three tailgater show on 1061 FM Nash Icon and at NashFM1061.com. The LSU Report brought to you by Southland Plumbing, Lighting Appliances, and Generators in Metric and Mandeville. How about them Tigers? The Brian Kelly era surely got off to an exciting start after being totally outplayed for 59 minutes by the Florida State Seminoles. The Tigers miraculously score with no time left to close the gap to 24-23, only to have the extra point blocked for a gut-wrenching loss after surviving numerous special team blunders, two muffed punts, blocked field goal, shank punt, and a aforementioned block extra point. It was amazing LSU had a chance. Next up in Death Valley, the Southern Jaguars after surviving a nail-biting 86-zip victory over the mighty Florida Memorial Lions, remembered by local and by from a tiger. 
You just got the lowdown of the Tigers from this past week from my man. No, that's my man. My man. A.V. Allen Venturello. Family owned and operated for over 50 years. Are you in the market for a new job? Are you in the market for a new job? We can help. Attend Cumulus Media's virtual job fair going on now. See open positions at Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office, Los Efes Grill, GT Automotive, the United States Army, Silver Slipper Casino, and Southland Plumbing. Go to NashFM1061.com and click on the Cumulus Job Fair link. How do you make the most of your land? If you ask the Wrens, who run with us on a John Deere mower, they tell you... I mow first, then I do all the trimming. But the Hubbards, who work behind the wheel of a John Deere compact tractor, would say... If it's something you want, just go after it and try it. Then there's the Mosers, who may mention from the seat of their John Deere Gator UTV... You can't be all working on play. There are millions of ways to make the most of your land. Learn how to make the most of yours at Deere.com. Nothing runs like a deer. Ray Maliazzi here for eBay Motors. You're driving along and some nimrod cuts you off. You hit the horn. <laughs> Jeez, it sounds like a goose in distress. Time to head over to eBay Motors. They have horns for every make and model, not to mention horn pads, steering wheels, wiring, and more. 122 million parts. You can even go for an upgrade. That looks like Mr. Cutoff Man needs a new seat cover. Try eBay Motors, pal. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBay Motors, let's ride. Hey, did you hear about the three little pigs and their houses of straw, sticks, and bricks? Well, did you know there was a fourth pig? Well, he got a metal roof from Walker Metals. So the fourth pig told the wolf, you can't get me since my roof is made of steel. So the wolf huffed and puffed and uh, the rest was history. Come by Walker Metals or call 225-791-7791 so we can explain how a metal roof can protect your home against wind, hail, fire, and safety you on your rising energy bills. Stop by or call Walker Metals today. 225-791-7791. Love your new metal roof from Walker Metals. Louisiana manufactured, Louisiana proud. Need a new roof? Walker Metals has you covered. Walker Metals is a local manufacturer of metal roofing products. You may pay a little more than shingles, but a metal roof from Walker Metals will last you your lifetime. We sell direct to residential, commercial, and contractors. Stop by or call Walker Metals today at 225-791-7791 or visit walkermetalroofing.com. Top service, locally owned, outstanding deals, conveniently located, professionals motivated to sell where the customer comes first. That describes the experience at Premier Automotive Group, where you'll find the best prices anywhere on Toyota, Honda, Nissan, and Kia. Premier Automotive offers a warranty for life on its vehicles and a money-back guarantee. Visit my friend Troy Duhon in one of his outstanding dealerships. Toyota of New Orleans, I-10 Service Road near Bullard in New Orleans East. Premier Honda at the I-10 Service Road at Bullard. Premier Nissan at Veterans in Metairie and Premier Kia at Veterans in Kenner. All respectful persons and opinions are welcome. Keep it clean, constructive, and civil. Time to join in the conversation on the Three Tailgaters Show by calling 504-260-1061. Ken and Ed with you as we march on. We'll get into the Saints. And, of course, coming up next hour, we'll also get into Tulane shortly in LSU. Again, it's 504-260-1061. John's in Metairie. He's been waiting for a few minutes. Hey, John, thanks for the patience. Welcome to the show. Good morning. Hey, Kenny. Uh, I was just curious about the uh, John Curtis player, number 23, that uh, 
uh, bull rushed the referee in the game, in the Zachary game, at a minute uh-huh. and 40 seconds left to go in the game. And uh, it was a fight that broke out at the end of the game, and, and uh, he took it upon himself to take a run and start and send the referee flying through the air. But well, that's, that's not, not the only that's not. No, no, no. That's not what happened. Okay. That's First. what happened. All you have no, to do is no, no, Google no. it. No, no, no. No, no, no. You don't have to Google it. Okay? Let, 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 let all your listeners me, Google it, let Kenny. Me, let me finish, okay? The referee went to the coach after the play and told him that he was wrong to try to step in, that he was trying to get at another player. He wasn't trying to get at the referee. That is the referee himself. Who said that? Okay. Well, if you watch the video, let me finish. Okay, let me finish. Just watch the video. The the young man, the young man, set out a game. Okay, but he did not bull rush the referee and knock him into the air. Okay, that's not what the official went to the head coach and said. This is the official who was in was in the play. Okay, this was the official who was in the play, the white hat who did the game. This is what That's not told. the only thing he did. This is what this is what he told the coaches. Okay? So in the, the first half did, the young man did not play let me finish please. The young man did not play in the game. Okay? The young man did One not game? play in the game. Did not play in the game. And that's what the official said. The white hat who did the game, who was there. Okay, and I've seen the video. All right, so before before you could no 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 but before before you go half cock off at somebody. Okay, be fair. Okay, be fair, and I've seen the video too. Be fair. Let's be fair then. Let's be fair. Okay. Let's in the be first fair. half. And let's in the no, first no no no. Half, let's not talk about. Let's not talk about the first half. No, let's, let's talk, talk about, about this kid. Let's talk about. Let's talk, let's about, talk exactly about what he did in the first half. Let's talk about in the exactly first half. What happened with that he was flagged for fifteen yards. Exactly what when the he picked up a Zachary player that. and slammed him on the ground okay. after the whistle. Well, you obviously so, have an agenda. Okay, so you can have well, any agenda. Yeah, I have want. an agenda. Fair play. Okay. You you have an agenda. And discipline. You can any, you can I certainly do have an agenda. Okay, I okay I, I'm gonna. I, yeah, just a minute. I'm gonna. Should be used all right. To I'm gonna step in here. Enough. Quiet. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna step in here. The young man got penalized for that in the first half. I think he was punished for that. You make a. You commit a foul, an egregious foul. You get a personal foul. He did. What he did in the second half was not excusable it's inappropriate behavior i think correct coach curtis would tell you that and they decided they were going to sit him last night that's their own decision the lhsaa looked at it and they made a decision not to do anything about it because they talked to the people involved in the process including the official that was directly involved in it and that is what he told not only the head coach but told those that were checking it out and investigating the situation as well and that's all you can go by uh, was the behavior appropriate? No, that should not happen under any circumstances with anybody on any team. And I condemn that. I don't condone that. And I'm quite sure that the coach feels the same way about it. And they make an internal decision that he wasn't going to play last night or Thursday night, which he did not play. And that's the school's decision because there was nothing forthcoming in terms of any penalties otherwise from outside from the LHSAA. That's it. That's the story. 
report the facts and, and that's it. You can, you have every right to feel exactly the way you feel. You have every right to be opinionated about anything and everybody does and we welcome all opinions, but that's it. That's the take on the story. Was the behavior appropriate? No. Were the actions appropriate? No. Was it an intentional shot at an official? Absolutely not. Uh, were kids heated? Yes, on both sides, and that's unfortunate. But nothing comes out of it in terms of any penalties, and you move on. And that's basically the story, John. Google it online and watch what happens. For I, I have watched it. How many times are you going to say this? This is Ken speaking now. I've watched it 50 times. I watched it the night of. The guys doing the games are friends of mine, and they also said they didn't condone that behavior in any way, shape, or form. So I don't have to Google anything. I've seen everything over and over again. Capiche? What else? What else you got, John? You got to hang up. That's class. Nice talking to you. We have discussions here, and they're going to be civil discussions. I think I just explained it in pretty clear terms. And let me also mention that uh, there is no bias here. Our job is to report facts and report stories factually when they occur. I just gave you the facts of the story. And the bottom line is this. Over and over again, I'm going to say it one more time and then we're moving on. Is the appropriate behavior happening there? Absolutely not. Is a personal foul appropriate behavior? Of course not. But it's penalized. And it's not the only time that it happens with any team in any game. And I'm not defending anybody here. You take the appropriate action when somebody commits an offense, and that's what transpired. And then what happened toward the end of the game in the final two minutes, which you just talked about, again, what happened was clear. People got into it. They got heated. Behavior on both sides wasn't good. And the kid running at somebody was not only not a good look, it was not right. It was wrong. And he wasn't going after a referee or an official in this case. That was not the case under any circumstances. He went after a, a player. The official happened to step in, and unfortunately, you know, he got knocked down. But he said afterwards that he took some responsibility for it because he got in the way, and obviously that was the case. That does not condone the behavior. And I'll say it again. I don't have to speak for Ed, and I don't have to speak for the coach involved or the team involved or anything else. You know, uh, people that like people like them, people that don't like them don't like them, and again, everyone's entitled to their opinions. So my job is to disseminate uh, what transpires and present things factually and to be fair to everybody. And in this case, uh, it's no sanctions, no punishment, because an investigation was done. That's the decision that was made. And as a result, the player was sat last night by the coach. What they do moving forward, well, that's their business, regardless of whether you like it, whether I like it, or Ed or anyone else, that's their business. So that, those are the facts, and that's what we deal with here, are facts. Feel free to add anything if you want, Ed, because we're going to break. No, I mean, I, 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 said, I said everything I needed to say, okay, and uh, I'm not backing off of it an inch, okay? I, the, 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 the gentleman's entitled to his opinion, but he called with an agenda, and that's what his agenda was. Okay, and my, the only thing I can say is what you said, and you know, the official stepped in and told the coaches that's not what happened. Okay, he's doing the game, he's the guy who's knocked down. Okay, and I think his opinion is more important 
than anyone's. He's running the game. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, sure. He is. He's the guy. Mm -hmm. The white hat is in charge of the game, and that's what he said. Now, if he had said something different, and there would have been penalties from the Louisiana High School Athletic Association, that's fine. Okay, I understand, and 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 that's the way it goes. Let, Let me let me take it a step further. Again. I take what I do seriously, and I want to make sure that we're all, not only always fair, but we always present facts. Right. So just to give you some, some point of reference, uh, I talked to Ed about this earlier in the week. I actually pointed out to him what happened last right. Saturday because I saw it the night of. So I called, yeah, okay. I called Coach Curtis. Uh, Ed does a TV show with Coach Curtis, so you might look at him as being uh, a little bit compromised. Well, I don't do a show with him. man. I called him on Thursday morning, and I presented it to him and asked him, uh, from his perspective, what has transpired. Why? Because I want to get the facts, and I'm going to report it. If any sanction had taken place, it would have been reported. But if there's no sanction taking place, then there's no story. Yep. It's that simple. And as a result, when I got the facts and discovered that nothing had taken place, that was it. We moved on from it because there was no story to report. Yep. But those are the absolute facts. And John... I respect your opinions. I really do. Uh, I obviously, you know, if you have a, a jaded opinion about something or a jaded view of a school or individual, that's your prerogative too. Uh, I don't think it really uh, is productive in my estimation, but at the same time, uh, it's respected. But those are the facts of what transpired. I mean, that's it. We deal in fact, and that, those are the facts. You know, Ken, uh, I've done this program for 31 years. I think I've been pretty fair along the way, Okay. And um, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm perfectly fine with the way it turned out. And, uh, you know, I mean, hey, those, those are the facts based on what the official who, sit, who did the game said. Okay. And, well, and, you know, and, and not, only, yeah, not only what he said, but, but again, uh, ultimately, as I've said before, and we've got to move on, the LHSAA looked at it, nothing warranted. They did nothing about it now if you don't think that's correct then you can take it up with them but that's pretty much where it is and they're not going to report if something does get sanctioned anyway because that's their the choice and the stance that they've taken but that's why we check with the schools to make sure to find out so that we can have the facts and present them accurately and that's that's basically it so we move on we got to get moving to our second hour and we'll talk to lane lsu and the saints when we return following this brief time out here on 1061 fm nash icon Broadcasting from the Dudley DeBosier Studios. Anytime, anywhere, smartphone, tune in radio app, we are WRKN. 1061 Nash Icon, Picayune, New Orleans. The second hour begins. It's the Three Tailgaters Show on 1061 Nash Icon, NashFM1061.com, and at CrescentCitySports.com. Be a part of the show. Call 504 260 1061. Back to Ken Trahan and Ed Daniels. Tulane at Kansas State. Really looking forward to this one when you talk about what Kansas State is, which is obviously a good football team, and what Tulane is, which is obviously an improved football team, though we're not totally sure exactly how much better. That's what I think we're going to get a little bit of a handle of, if not a big handle on, today. Because Tulane has played two inferior opponents and drummed them by a total of 94-10 to 10 overall in UMass and Alcorn State. Kansas State is legit. 
I mean, this is a this is a good football team. And when you look at what they did to Missouri last week, that, that opens your eyes. Not that Missouri is a, a great or good team, but they're a, a respectable team. And Kansas State basically took them apart. It's a 2 p.m. game. Uh, Kansas State is a two-touchdown favorite. And, and Ed, this, this really intrigues me, you know, because we saw Tulane in the arena against Oklahoma last year, and they looked really good. But then after that, we saw them in the arena with Ole Miss, and they looked really bad. So... I don't know how much better this Tulane team is, but we're fixing to find out uh, just how improved it might be today. Well, I think it's a tough matchup, Kenny, because, look, uh, one thing about Kansas State is, is that uh, they're an extremely physical football team, and uh, there's no secret as to why, they, uh, why they've had some success and why the head coach had so much success on the, on the, uh, on the FCS level before he came to K-State. Uh, you know, they're a very physical team. They run the football very well. Their running back, Vaughn, is really good. And they're tremendous on special teams. So, I mean, you know, to me, um, they, they play the game the right way. And if, and if Tulane wants to win the, the game today, they're going to they're gonna have to play very honestly and win the game the right way. And I think it's going to be a huge test for their offensive and defensive lines because uh, that's the kind of football that Kansas State plays. Does Tulane have to throw the ball to set up the run in this game, or can they line up and run the ball against this team? Well, you know, I think that's an interesting question. Um, you know, uh, Fat Watts is out for the year. Um, they, they've got to get some production from Keys and, um, and from Jaquan. Um, I, I think both of those guys have to play well. But I, I think that the one thing that, you know, you can do against a team like that is maybe if you get ahead, you get them a little bit, uh, you know, out of their realm, but the one thing I would say about them is is that you have to be physical for four quarters. That's the kind of football they're going to play, and you better be ready. And uh, but I I do think that that throwing the football could be the great equalizer. Now the one thing they're going to have to do is do something that they didn't do uh, uh, appreciably well last year, and that's protect the quarterback. Well, so far that's been good, but obviously the opposition. Has not been there. Michael Pratt's looked really good in two games, and last year he took a beating. And he can't. He's got to be selective with running when he does decide to run. So far, so good. And when you look at not just the numbers, but the way he's looked in accomplishing that, it's been impressive. He's completed seventy point seven percent of his passes, five touchdowns, no interceptions, which obviously uh, you have to like. He has run it effectively. Nine carries, fifty-seven yards. And a touchdown, and as you mentioned, Lawrence Keyes has caught six passes. He's had a touchdown catch. Uh, Shea Wyatt stepped up. He's got six catches for 150 yards, 25 yards per catch with a touchdown as well. And, of course, you know, Tyreek James, who stepped up last year, uh, is a factor. Jaquan Jackson has a touchdown reception too. So their receiving core needed to be better. So far it's been good, but I think, again, we'll find out today just how much improved Mm -hmm. it is. Well, I mean, you know, look, you, um, any speculation about, about how good they are or how good they aren't. And, and I don't, I don't really know yet because I don't think based on the first two opponents, you can get a true barometer of who they are. Do you? Sure. No, I really don't. I, I, I mean, look, and I, I'm not, I'm not being critical of anyone. I'm just, I'm nope. just saying, you know, that's, that's who they play. Their schedule is, uh, you know, is not the meat grinder it was last year. But, look, some of these games can be a lie, too, because 
after the Oklahoma game, even though they were displaced from the hurricane, they played very well. And the one thing I said to myself was, you know what? This is going to be a good team going forward. And guess what? They won two games. So, um, now I know both of the quarterbacks got hurt. And, yeah. you know, things kind of unraveled. And, and they had some real issues, you know, offensively. But, um, you know, after the Oklahoma game last year, man, I was like, wow, this is going to be a really good football team. And it turned out the exact opposite. So, you know, at least early in the season, you'll kind of know who they are and what they are based on what they do today. No doubt. It's 504-260-1061. Here's Joe in Mandeville. Hey, Joe, thanks for the call. Welcome to the show. Good morning. Wow. Ed, what passion. Well, you know what, Joe? Yeah. You know what? I, I, um, I, I'm, I'm, not, uh, I, I'm not going to sit here and allow someone to just take apart somebody when they don't have the facts. Right. And, and, and I wasn't going to allow that, okay? And, and that's it. And if, if, I hear uh, you. I'm with you. And, I'm that, with you. And, and you know what? I mean, look, you know, push the official halfway in the air and all that other stuff. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sit there and let that just just go by. I, right. I'm just not. I'm not. Right. So end of story. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you. Okay. Uh, real quick, I just wanted to know. You want to comment on the takedown on Quinn Ewers last weekend? You know, I was uh, I was really disappointed <laughs> in that. I mean, you know, and I I was really I was really hoping your Longhorns could get it done, Joe. And, oh, um, but. You know, no, wait they, a minute. Let, wait a minute. I was, Time out I, here. I was. <laughs> you I was to play that back because that's not what I heard last weekend when I tried to call in, especially on Quinn. What? What did you think? <laughs> I mean, he, he. He. I mean, it was a. It was a. It was a bad shot. I don't know what else to say. I mean, no, was it the was. Player, but... Was the player? Was the player penalized on the play, Joe? I don't yes, think he, he was. Was he was? Yes, yeah. Okay. Was. Yeah. It, it, yep. it was roughing, roughing the passer. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, look, it's 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 just disappointing because you know if he plays in the game, and I don't think the other quarterback did a bad job. Okay, I thought he did Bryce a very Young solid job. He did. But, yeah. yeah. But if, but if um, if um, if if uh, Ewers is in the game, I mean, they probably they probably win. I but I'll tell you the thing yes. that the thing that I was most impressed about. Okay was the fact that they were able to compete physically with Alabama. Okay? I thought that was pretty cool. And another thing that I got from watching that game is I don't think Alabama's receivers are nearly as good as they've been over the past four or five years. Well, no. um, and, um, you know, they've got, they've got some work to do in that area. True story. True story. I called Tuscaloosa all week. Absolutely terrorized them. Because they started, they shamelessly took the win and took credit for it. And that's all it took. One hour at 8 o'clock on Monday morning, and I immediately started calling them. And I'm not kidding. By Thursday, I'm cracking up laughing the whole time. Because by Thursday, somebody called in and said, you know, I know it was a win, but why does it feel like a loss? And if you know the guy uh, on the Tide 100.9, FM. It's, his name is Ryan uh, Fowler. So, okay. well, I'll tell you why. You got this guy named Joe from Louisiana pointing out everything that we did wrong the whole week. Blah, 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 blah. He said, this man is swimming in my head when I go to bed. 
and I oh my. am absolutely cracking up laughing. I never had so much fun talking them down, man. And I'm yeah. telling you, I had a blast doing it. And I tell you what, I got to be honest with you, buddy. They're real slow over there. Okay, I know it's in the country and everything, but they are slow. They are not hopping in, you know, as far as like you guys are in the city. Slow. And I'm telling no. you, I had a great time doing it. Well, Joe, I'm in, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I, you know, uh, I I sacrificed. I'm not. I'm sacrificed. Probably the wrong word, but I could not pull myself away from the TV. Okay, and I was I was late for where else I was going because uh, I was watching that game, and I didn't leave my house until like I don't know two ten two fifteen. And um, and the game kicked off at eleven. It was a heck of a game, and you know I listened to the rest of it on the uh, on the satellite radio uh, going up to Baton Rouge. But it was a heck of a game. Oh yeah, right. was, I lost my voice last week, and I'm telling you, Bryce Young bailed them out. Okay, and I got to oh, tell sure. you, if if in the bad call in the on the safety call in the in the end zone was brutal. Mm-hmm. Had we gotten those two points, Bryce Young was going to have to go down the field and score a touchdown, and I don't know if he would have gotten there. He might have run out of time, but all mm-hmm. he had to do was kick a field goal. I got you. Know? you. I got you. But real well, quick, let me let me yeah. say this before I get off the phone. I was okay. at Impostatus last night. Shout out to Ricky Jackson. Yeah. We sat right next to him. He yep. signed a whole stack of hats, the ice cooler, football, tennis mm-hmm. shoes, and he completely worked the room. Okay, I'm telling you, this guy loves his Hall of Fame status. He's walking around, talking to everybody. And, and before I dawned on it, I, we were leaving the restaurant. And by the way, excellent food. Highly recommended if you have of the meat. Uh, um, look, at, there's a shrine of Ricky Jackson all up in the front door. And I'm like, holy cow, I didn't know this. The guy must be a regular there. You he know? is. He is, uh, and of course, obviously, you don't know the history, but Ricky and I are very close friends, and, and Joe Impostato was our president for the Saints Hall of Fame for three decades, so, and been eating there for almost four decades now, all the time, <laughs> and, and the City Champs painting is in there, and of course, he's there frequently, very regularly, so that's a normal occurrence, by the way, and yes, the, the seven course oh, yeah. is fantastic. And, and let me meal. tell you, I haven't seen him in a while, but boy, that restaurant's got the better of him. He really... <laughs> He walked out of there with no to-go boxes, buddy. He is enjoying that food. <laughs> he does, and we do too, I can assure you. Exactly. Joe, good experience. Go, good word. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. Go. Yep, I thought, I thought Texas and defeat uh, really earned an enormous amount of respect because uh, they sure. played toe-to-toe. They were very much the equal up front of Alabama, and I'll play them most of the game, but, you know, some, some calls that hurt them and then the inability to – uh, to make the play when they needed to. And you can only say what if with the quarterback, but, you know, the facts are the facts. What happens, happens. And, you know, look, if they're good enough, they'll get themselves into the playoff and have a chance down the road. And we'll see. Hopefully uh, that young man gets back soon because he's a really good football player. He was playing yep. great, playing great in that game. Really good. Yes, he was. So uh, that was special. All right, look, we'll take the break here because we want to get to LSU before we get to the Saints. So let's take the break now at 504-260-1061. That's 260 260- 
1061. When we return, talk about LSU coming up the New Orleans Saints. Back in just a moment here on 1061 FM, Nash Icon on the web at NashFM1061.com. Okay, everyone gather around. I have some exciting... Running her shoe factory, Kendra talks the talk and walks the walk. We're switching to green energy. She needs a biotech consultant to erase her carbon footprint. All operations will net zero emissions. Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. You can schedule and conduct virtual interviews all from your employer dashboard. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Improve fuel mileage with Chevron Techron Fuel System Cleaner at O'Reilly Auto Parts. A clean fuel system can increase your vehicle's performance and gas mileage. Get Chevron Techron Fuel System Cleaner starting at $9.99 and earn 10 times O rewards points on your purchase. Get the most out of every gallon. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts or shop O'ReillyAuto.com today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Top service, locally owned, outstanding deals, conveniently located, professionals motivated to sell where the customer comes first. That describes the experience at Premier Automotive Group, where you'll find the best prices anywhere on Toyota, Honda, Nissan, and Kia. Premier Automotive offers a warranty for life on its vehicles and a money-back guarantee. Visit my friend Troy Duhon in one of his outstanding dealerships. Toyota of New Orleans, I-10 Service Road near Bullard in New Orleans East. Premier Honda at the I-10 Service Road at Bullard. Premier Nissan at Veterans in Metairie, and Premier Kia at Veterans in Kenner. How do you make the most of your land? If you ask the Rens, who run with us on a John Deere mower, they tell you... I mow first, then I do all the trimming. But the Hubbards, who work behind the wheel of a John Deere compact tractor, would say... If it's something you want, just go after it and try it. Then there's the Mosers, who may mention from the seat of their John Deere Gator UTV... You can't be all working up play. There are millions of ways to make the most of your land. Learn how to make the most of yours at Deere.com. Nothing runs like a deer. Ray Maliazzi here for eBay Motors. You're driving along and some nimrod cuts you off. You hit the horn. (laughs) Jeez, it sounds like a goose in distress. Time to head over to eBay Motors. They have horns for every make and model, not to mention horn pads, steering wheels, wiring, and more. 122 million parts. You can even go for an upgrade. (laughs) That looks like Mr. Cutoff Man needs a new seat cover. Try eBay Motors, pal. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBay Motors, let's ride. Are you in the market for a new job? Are you in the market for a new job? We can help. Attend Cumulus Media's virtual job fair going on now. See open positions at Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office, Los Efes Grill, GT Automotive, the United States Army, Silver Slipper Casino, and Southland Plumbing. Go to NashFM1061.com and click on the Cumulus Job Fair link. Your weekly forum for genuine, substantive talk with a focus on facts and fact-based opinions. Time to share your passion on the Three Tailgater Show here on 1061 Nash Icon, NashFM1061.com, and through CrescentCitySports.com. The number to call, 504-260-1061. Well, the LSU Tigers, of course, have their SEC opener coming up here. This evening, a strange start time as it happens at 5 p.m. against Mississippi State at Tiger Stadium. Ed heading there. Uh, State a slight favorite. Ed, uh, State's been really good offensively thus far. Uh, Very obviously a a tough challenge for LSU that, you know, the Tigers must be better defensively if they want to win this game. 
Well, we'll see how much progress they've made in two weeks, but that's all we can do, you know. Uh, I, I think that um, I'm, I'm very curious to see what their plan is defensively because last year I thought LSU had a really good plan for them. They bled slowly, and they just were not going to give them, you know, anything down the field at all. Make mm-hmm. sure that they throw everything underneath. And right. I mean, it worked. Look, what, how many points did they score? 25? Mm-hmm. And, you know, look, if I think if you can keep them to 25 today, you can probably win the game. But I'll be very curious to see uh, what kind of plan uh, LSU has uh, for that team because, you know, their quarterback's a really good player. And, look, the one thing I think they've made a commitment to is that to be a little more physical and run the football. And they have good running backs. So, um you know, um, like I said, I think it's a really good measuring stick to see just how much they've improved in two weeks. My guess is they've improved significantly. Now, you know, it's just, just one of those games where, you know, if they can win this game, they'll win next week. Certainly have a have a chance at Auburn. I mean, this is, this is a game that could really uh, get them rolling a little bit. It's a long season. Um, again, I just I, – <laughs> I'm just curious to see what kind of defensive plan they have for this game. Yeah, I, I said before the season there were two swing games on this schedule, Florida State and Mississippi State. They lost the first. We'll see how this one goes. Will Rogers, 77 of 98 passing. That's 79% completions on the year. 763 yards, nine touchdowns, two interceptions. He's been off the charts good. Yeah, and Jaden Daniels is completing 77.8% of his passes. Well, so, you stole my thunder. I was getting to that next. But. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, look, um, again, to me, the, 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 the key is, is that, um, you know, you just, you just got to uh, get some stops there. And, again, do you mix it up? Do you bleed slowly? I'm, I'm not really sure what their plan is. But we're fixing to find out. Well, I do like Brian Kelly has been straightforward. He's been very honest. And, you know, he, was, he did so again this week uh, when he stated, you know, publicly that, you know, we've got to get better up front on offense and defense. We've got to, have, we've got to build more depth. We don't have it. And, you know, that's, that's it. I mean, you can, you can say anything else you want about this team. You don't think their secondary is real good? Well, I, we'll find out how much better they are tonight. Uh, mm-hmm. You don't think their running backs are good enough? Well, they get Emory back. Well, whatever that means, we'll see. But ultimately, mm-hmm. how good they are, and you can talk about Jaden Daniels, whether you think he's playing really well, fairly well, or just average, and that's all debatable too. But what's not debatable is that they have to get better up front. This is a broken record. We've been saying this you know, no. since 2019 you know, when they were good enough up front, and we saw the results. And, mm-hmm. and this is it. I mean, they, we just got finished talking about Texas matching Alabama, and clearly they're equal up front, and that's why Texas, you know, had a chance to beat Alabama and, and could have a chance to beat them again. Uh, but that's not the case with LSU. They're not good enough up front just yet. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, look, I, I think that it's fair uh, to, to say this. We, we knew going into this thing that, you know, when you change coaches and you – I don't know if start over is the proper term, but when you change coaches and you go in an entirely different direction, it's not a one-year process, Kenny. No. And um, 
You know, and everybody who was going crazy after the Florida State game, I was like, you know, I mean, you guys got to go back and, and, and look at some history. You know, in, in 2002, LSU lost to Alabama at home 31 nothing, and I think they lost 31-7 to Auburn at Auburn. The next year they won the national championship. Now, I don't know when I think they're going to be in contention at some point, but I I, I just think that, that uh, people would like to see them improve and, you know, it, it would be a real feather in their cap if they could win this game today because they're up against a good team with an experienced quarterback. They're not world beaters, but they are good. And you got to give Mike Leach credit. He's really done a good job of putting that program together. And, you know, but again, you know, look at look at what they've done. I mean, what year is this for Mike Leach? Is this year three? Don't know. You have to look it up. Sounds yeah, like yeah, I, right. I, yeah. So I mean, you know, like I said, it's it's not it's not a one year process. We knew it wouldn't be, and I don't think anybody has some any delusions over the fact that it's going to be fixed overnight. Well, I think again, if you look at history, this is year three for Leach, by the way. Yeah. But if you look, you look at history. Nick Saban won the national championship at LSU in his fourth season. Les Miles won the national championship at LSU in his third season. Ed Orgeron won the national championship at LSU in his fourth season. There's a consistency there that tells Correct. you about the time element it takes to build that kind of level program. And I think that's what you're looking at for better right. or for worse. You know, with Brian Kelly, you have to be fair and honest about this. Right. And look, you know, again, if you go back, I mean, to me right now, the best team in the SEC is Georgia. Would you agree? Definitely. I'm watching them right now, and Stetson Bennett took them right down the field and scored 7 nothing over South Carolina. And if the yes. season ended today, I'd pick Stetson Bennett to win the Heisman. He's been that good. Right. Right. You know, so, uh, but I, I noticed in 2019 when LSU played Georgia at Mercedes-Benz Stadium for the SEC championship, there was a discernible difference in the quality of athletes from LSU and Georgia. Oh, yes. And what's happened? Georgia's gotten a lot better, all right? And they still have a really good team, even though they put – I mean, how many guys did they have drafted last year? 14, 15? Some insane number? Didn't they break the record last year or whatever? So my, my point is, you know, it's, it's not something that's done in a year. And the thing that you've got to look for is, is, is consistent improvement. And, and I think they're, they're, they're kind of – They've got a trend in that direction, and I don't see any reason why they can't. Do you? No. Georgia had 15 drafted last year, the all-time record, breaking the record of 14 held by LSU and Ohio State. So, yep, and here they are. It doesn't matter. I'm watching them again. They just got an interception. They, are, they haven't missed a beat, okay? That's what great programs are. That's what Alabama right. has but, been all these years. But also look, also look in the development of Stetson Bennett. Okay, mm -hmm. Stetson oh Bennett went from being a pretty good quarterback to a real good quarterback, and now to use to what you say is a guy who can compete for the Heisman Trophy. And you know what? That wasn't done overnight either. So these things take time. But the the one the one thing you want to do is you want to see progress, and that's what you want to see. So LSU Mississippi State. 5 p.m. telltale game 
Last time State played in Baton Rouge was the beginning of the end for Ed Ogeron, in my opinion. And then, of course, last year, good win uh, for Ogeron and LSU at State. So what happens this time, I guess, is it's probably something in between the two and, and likely a very close football game. I think that's, that's yeah. what most observers would say. Well, I'm looking forward to it, buddy. All right, and it's 504-260-1061. We'll get to your calls in a moment. The New Orleans Saints, of course, have the home opener tomorrow against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers noon in Caesars Superdome. Boy, there's so many subplots to this one. First of all, all the injured players, Ed, on both sides. I mean, this many guys on an injury report two weeks in is, is, is pretty eye-opening, isn't it? Well, it is. I don't think there's any doubt about that. You know, the fact that Jameis Winston was limited in practice all week yeah. I'm telling you that he was probably a little bit banged up uh, more more than we thought he would be, but I I still think he's going to play, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. I certainly right. believe he's going to play. So, but you know, look, last year, and I know the Saints were on backup quarterbacks last year, but last year without Kamara, their offense came to a screeching halt. Now, I think they're a lot better on offense this year, especially at the receiver position. I think that's uh, absolutely obvious. But, you know, I don't know what to make of this game. I mean, you know, Godwin's yeah. not going to play. Uh, right. Evans Evans, and Julio Jones are both questionable, right? They're banged up. They're banged up, yeah. yes. So, I mean, you're going to have two teams in the second game of the season who, who have a lot of question marks. Yeah. And uh, I think it's going to come down to which defense plays better. Yeah, I agree. Look, Russell Gage is also banged up. I mean, it's like the whole wide receiving core for Tampa Bay – is banged up, and that's not a bad thing for the Saints with Paulson Adebo being out and no C.J. Garner-Johnson there. So uh, it, it kind of equalizes things in terms of the matchups. And, oh, by the way, Leonard Fournette, questionable too. But you're right about Kamara. He's the straw. And if he's not there, uh, look, I mean, they signed Murray, whatever there's, there is there, if there's anything there to contribute. You've got Ingram. Uh, you know, you've got, uh, of course, uh, Tony Jones. We'll see if they can get any productivity out of the backfield. But you're also right about their wide receiving core. And then there's Taysom Hill and how you use him. They used him effectively, sparingly last week, but unbelievably effectively. So maybe, just maybe with no Kamara and maybe with Winston being a little banged up, maybe we see a little bit more of Taysom Hill touching the football. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, look, I, I, could, I could certainly approve of that. I, I think Taysom Hill's done pretty well. Well, I mean, the, maybe the biggest play he made last week was was the punt. He beat the blocker to the inside. He was going to block that punt. And the guy just grabbed him and lassoed him and committed a holding call to prevent the punt from being blocked. He was going to block that punt, Ed. He got inside. Oh, yeah. He had no a clear, clear path to the punter, and he got held. And instead of the Saints having to start that drive at the 10, they started it at the 20. And that's a significant difference. And, of course, then came the huge play from Winston to Jarvis Landry. And that set yep. up uh, the ultimate game-winning field goal by Will Lutz, who had missed a field goal earlier, but we've said it all offseason. What a difference a kicker makes, and Will Lutz is back. And Gillikin's terrific. Hardy's a good return man. And, again, makes a huge difference. The New Orleans Saints have a good kicking game. They're tremendous. Uh, you know, Gillikin's really good. And, you know, Will Lutz, man, that was a great kick at the end of the game. And uh, – you know, the one thing that's kind of interesting about last year is that even though the Saints went through a bunch of kickers, Kenny, they mm -hmm. were 25 of 30. And I wasn't aware of that until I looked at it. That's not a bad percentage. 
But, you know, the thing that Will Lutz gives you is he gives you that distance. 50-plus, he's really good. And I think I think that's the thing that, that kind of separates him from a lot of people. Well, they, they missed ones that mattered last year, too, and that's a story. Right. All right, it's 504-260-1061. Your calls are next as we talk more about the Saints as we continue here with the 3 Tailgater Show on 1061 FM, Nash Icon. We're on the web at nashfm1061.com. Life Resources Ministries exists for showing men the way, building men to spiritual maturity, and preparing God's people for service. Life Resources Ministries has Bible studies in person and via Skype throughout the metro area, along with outreaches weekly on Wednesdays at Piccadilly Cafeteria on Clearview Parkway in Metairie. There are business forums and fellowship meetings as well. Life Resources also puts on major outreach prep breakfast with national speakers up to four to five times per year. Visit us online at liferesources.net. Life Resources Ministries, leaders investing for eternity. This is Kevin Mamahat. For most of us, the largest single purchase we'll ever make is when buying a home. That's why thousands of homeowners each year choose to protect their largest investment with Rhino Shield. Rhino Shield is the only international architectural ceramic coating that gives residential and commercial owners peace of mind. Along with our 25-year warranty, our ceramic coating reflects the ultraviolet rays we experience here in Louisiana, Mississippi, and Alabama, keeping your home cooler with less strain on your air conditioner. And it's more affordable than you think. So give us a call for your free estimate, 504-407-2222, or visit rhinoshieldmidsouth.com. Call now, and you can get the guaranteed protection of Rhino Shield for 20% off the regular price, 407-2222, or visit rhinoshieldmidsouth.com. Don't paint, don't vinyl, go Rhino Shield. Never paint your house again, Rhino Shield. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Trust the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts to recommend the best products for your car. Like five quarts of Mobile One Full Synthetic, now just $33.95, plus earn double O rewards points. Extend the life of your vehicle, improve performance, and protect your engine against sludge and wear with Mobile One Full Synthetic at O'Reilly Auto Parts and O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. What is it about NFL Red Zone that makes Sunday epic? It is wild. Is it every play that matters on up to eight screens at once? It is caught. Touchdown. Unbelievable. Is it your favorite team and your fantasy team all in one place? He's having a day. Is it every touchdown? Oh, look at this. From every game, Sunday afternoons? Seven hours of commercial-free football start now. Yeah, it is. Go to NFL.com slash Red Zone and get it now. Hey sports fans, this is Louisiana State Treasurer John Schroeder. Teamwork is critical to success. This is why my team at Unclaimed Property wants to return your cash to you. Right now, there are over $1 billion that belong to Louisiana citizens. Unclaimed Property has lost or forgotten money from bank accounts, stocks, bonds, wages, insurance, and investment payouts never received. But don't worry, the Louisiana Treasury team is here to help. We've found your money and want to return it to you. Visit lacashclaim.org for your cash. The IRS doesn't mess around. If they want your money, they'll take it. They can take your paycheck and bank accounts, too, even threaten your home or business. Don't take on the IRS alone. If you owe back taxes, the smartest thing you can do is call Optima Tax Relief. The experts at Optima specialize in a powerful IRS tax assistance program called the Fresh Start Initiative. And their clients that qualify are saving thousands. One call starts the process to stop the demand letters, stop aggressive collection actions, and stop the IRS from targeting you. But don't 
Don't delay. It's important to act now while you still have options. Optima is A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. Optima has already resolved over a billion dollars of tax debt for their clients. Get your life back. For tax help you need, for tax help you can trust, call Optima now for your free consultation. Call 800-704-9936. 800-704-9936. 800-704-9936. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. The LSU Report brought to you by Southland Plumbing, Lighting Appliances, and Generators in Metric and Mandeville. How about them Tigers? The Brian Kelly era surely got off to an exciting start after being totally outplayed for 59 minutes by the Florida State Seminoles. The Tigers miraculously score with no time left to close the gap to 24-23, only to have the extra point blocked for a gut-wrenching loss after surviving numerous special team blunders, two muffed punts, blocked field goals, shank punt, and a aforementioned block extra point. It was amazing LSU had a chance. Next up, in Death Valley, Southern Jaguars after surviving a nail-biting 86-zip victory over the mighty Florida Memorial Lions, remembered by local and by from a Tiger. You just got the lowdown of the Tigers from this past week from my man. No, that's my man. My man. A.V. Allen Venturello. Family owned and operated for over 50 years. Call an audible, throw a flag, call a technical, review an instant replay, it's all good. Go for it now on the Three Tailgater Show on 1061 Nash Icon, NashFM1061.com, and through CrescentCitySports.com. Call now at 504-260-1061. Saints and the Buccaneers. Buccaneers a slight favorite, even in New Orleans, even with the injuries and such, and even though the Saints have beaten them seven out of the last eight, that's as it is, 504-260-1061, and here's Kurt in New Orleans. Hi, Kurt. Thanks for your patience. Welcome to the show. Hey, Ed. How y'all doing, Kenny? I Good. just want to make a quick I'm a comment. My comment's on Winston, but I, want, I do want to say I'm a little worried about the game. You know, I know Ed brought up defenses, and I'm going to tell you what. They, they got to get two helmets on Devin White. He's caused us so much havoc, but, you know, in, in our house. And for me, you know, I know it's, and hey, look, easier said than done. It's like blocking Brian Urlacher or Jack Lambert. I understand that. But he's caused us so much havoc in our house. And it's just, just something to me with that. You know, I just got to slow him down, man. Devin makes so many plays, man. But my comments on Winston, and somebody made a great point to me, and I'm going to forewarn you. I'm going to make a comparison with Breeze and him, and I'm not trying to com- compare Breeze with Winston apples to apples. I'm just trying to make a point. Because he brought the point mm-hmm. to me up. He said, if you look at his numbers, Breeze's numbers over the years, he said he threw a good number of picks. You know, in 2009 when he won it, he threw 11 double digits. But look at 08, look at a few of the years, 17, 16, 14. Sometimes average won a game. He was, he was able to overcome that. With, with Winston, he threw 30. It was one year. He threw 45 to 50 attempts a lot of those games. Now, now of course, Breeze went down and intercepted his last four years when the stumps went down. But Winston, I just you know for this game and uh, and coming on you know as we moving on here, I hope I hope they let you know I, I don't know if it was Carmichael, 
they kind of maybe called better at the end of the game, or maybe Winston made misreads earlier in the game. I know we got going in the last half of the fourth quarter, you know, fourth quarter. But you got to let him throw it down the field. He's not a, he's an intermediate, intermediary, the long ball guy. And you know what? You throw a pick. It's, it's the NFL, and I think I just hope we're not stereotyping him and push, you know, and, and stunting him because of that. Because if you look at Breeze in his heyday, he threw a good number of picks. He was able to overcome it, and you would say, why did he make that throw? Well, he's trying. He's aggressive, and he was aggressive throughout the games, and it served him well, and they had two different quarterbacks. But I thought it was – I think there's some credence to it, and it was great the way he showed me the numbers. He said, look, he threw 17. He's, in some of the great years he had, 13, 2013, and – you know, we got to receive this now. You got to let it go earlier in the game. You got to with him. He's not, you know, you want to bring well, up Trent Dilfer. You know, you want to bring up Trent Dilfer. Just manage the game. Trent Dilfer, well, uh, uh, two thousand. Uh, the defense is not the same defense. You know, our defense is not yeah. Trent Dilfer's. Defense. Well, here's the one thing. Here's the one thing I think that, you know, to me, uh, Kurt, when you're on yeah. a better team, you don't have yeah. to force the ball as much. Right. And look, right. I don't care what any quarterback says. If a right. quarterback knows that his defense is not good enough. And yeah. he can't just throw the ball away and punt. And yeah. there's always pressure on that quarterback to make a play. He's going to throw yeah. more interceptions. Uh, Kenny, I yeah. think you would agree with me, right? Definitely. And, you, you know, Kurt, at, yeah. Kurt yeah. I went back and looked. I went back and watched the game. Now, a couple yeah. of those sacks were his fault where he backed up, which is a no-no, and he could have stepped yeah. up in the pocket. But also, right. if you yeah. look at the pro football focus grades for the first week, all right, James Hurst, Ryan Ramchek, and Eric McCoy, the center and the two tackles, were both in the top ten at their positions in the league that week. McCoy was number five among centers. You know what the Saints guards were? 49 and 53. Neither one of them had very good games. And I think both of those guys have got to improve, or the Saints have to find a solution there, because those guys were not good enough. And Grady Jarrett abused both of them. That's a great point. That's a great point. And, you know, he just, he just he just went through Winston's other years. And, I mean, he just threw a lot that year. And I ain't trying to make excuses for Winston and his picks. But he's got to right. – we've got to let him throw it down the field. That's where we're going to win. And, you know, that's, that's, that's his forte. It's, 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 not, it's not the short you know, dump off the intermediary, you know. And, uh, and I, you know, well, I just thought it was a good, you know, comparison. But you're right. He needs protection. You're right. Especially well, with his like leg. any quarter – any quarterback needs protection. All right, Drew Brees Especially is with his first, leg right now. Drew, yeah. Drew, Drew Brees is the first ballot Hall of Famer. Drew Brees needed yeah. protection. He'd be he the first guy to tell dogs. you that. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, you know, look, when, yeah. when the Saints yeah. when the Saints went to the Super Bowl when they won the Super Bowl, his guards were Carl Nix and Jari Evans. Absolutely. Those guys were unbelievable, and his tackles were good. Bushron and Stinchcomb right. were very good players. Right, but his He's guards were yep. incredible. Yeah, and what happened was. He had no pressure up the middle because those guys were anchors and they couldn't yeah. be moved. Yeah. I think, you know, hey, he's going to throw some picks, but you got to take some risk. No risk, no reward, too. Have a great day. Thank you. All right, buddy. Okay, Kurt. Appreciate you. 504-260-1061 to join in the conversation. All right, so, Ed, uh, I mean, this has been a good matchup for the Saints. Do you think it's still that way? I do. I mean, I think that the one thing the Saints can do that gives the Bucks a lot of trouble is is that they can rush four and drop seven. And if you look at the games that they've been able to affect Brady, they've gotten home with four guys. And 
you know, to me, the 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 uh, the the uh, key for Tampa Bay is is to make some yards throwing on first down and to be able to run the football. Because if it's a if it's a game where the Saints are ahead, and 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 Brady has to drop back and throw the ball, it's not going to be easy for him. And you know, it's just not. And and that's to me the the fact that the Saints have been able to win that, you know, matchup is a, is a big reason why they won seven straight in the regular season against them. And you know, even if you go back to that playoff game, I don't. You know, I I'm picking the Bucks tomorrow, but I. I really think it's a, I really think it's a jump ball game, Kenny, and you know it's going to be one or two plays that decides it. And you know I don't think Kamara is going to be in there, so you know I think that kind of mitigates a little bit of an advantage the Saints might have in that game. But I also think that Tampa Bay's health, their offensive lines banged up, and their wide receiver sure, no doubt is really banged up. So I, I think th- I'm picking the Saints to win the game. I think it's a close game, and I, I like the matchup. And I think the Saints are at home, and it's their home opener. And I think they uh, – look, one of two things happens. Either that game last week was, was uh, maybe an indication that we should be concerned about this Saints defense. Or maybe it was just a scheme. It's game one, which I say all the time, week one is a lie. In the NFL, you've had six months to prepare. You had no time to play in the preseason and so forth, and you get a much better indication moving forward. I don't think the Saints are going to give up 202 yards rushing this week, and that's what this game is all about. If Tampa Bay cannot run the ball effectively, the Saints are going to win the game because no, Tom Brady's I, you know, stationary, one, one, and the Saints will get after him, and I think they can cover a receiving core in particular, one that's banged up as much as Tampa Bay's is. Looking at not only the TV copy, but the uh, – the all twenty copy uh, last week, you could see just how much trouble that zone read gave the Saints early in the game. Yes, I, I mean it. It gave them all kinds of uh, trouble, and you know I think Cam Jordan on a couple of times was was trying to cheat and, and see if, if Mariota was going to give or keep. Yeah, and, and he made yards, and um, you know it's 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 one of those deals that uh, you know running quarterbacks are, are are tough to defend, and I. I understand why Atlanta went in that direction with with uh, with Mariota because uh, he did a good job. Now the one thing I think is is it was a little disconcerting was the yeah. fact that Patterson uh, had some room inside the run. He did. He did. And and that 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 is a concern. And I'm not sure if that's just a one year a one day uh, thing, but you know I think Dennis Allen, you know, kind of summed it up on Sunday and Monday. When he said both days, look, that's not who we are. Yeah, I thought it was pretty interesting, and it was well, and it was right on point, absolutely right on point. Tristan Wirfs is questionable. Donovan Smith is doubtful. Their offensive line was short coming into the season, and now they got more injuries. So, yeah, look, the Saints got beat up front last week. That has to change. I've got to believe it will. I think they're better than that, and I think they'll show that on defense. And if they do, then. I think they'll be fine. I think they have enough offense, just no mistakes offensively. Don't give the ball away. And I really do think they'll win the game. I, I just do. And I've been wrong before. I'll be wrong again. No, uh, no, they... no. I, I, can un- I can understand that. I think it's a, an extremely difficult game to pick. And if, if you wanted to argue that the Saints are going to win the game, you know, I, I, there's no way I can just hands down disagree with that because I, 
I think it's going to be one of those games where it's going to be, it's going to be, you know, 13-10 in the third quarter, and then somebody's going to, to make a play and kind of take control of the game. And I don't know who that is at this point. 504-260-1061. It's 504-260-1061 to join us. One more segment to go. We'll take a time out here, and we'll continue following this brief break here on the 3 Gator Show on one of. Bring in the new year with the 89th All-State Sugar Bowl. Since 1935, the Sugar Bowl has been a New Orleans New Year's tradition. And this year, the best of the SEC and Big 12 will square off on New Year's Eve in the Caesars Superdome. So kick off your New Year's celebration with a college football masterpiece. For tickets, visit AllStateSugarBowl.org and download the free Sugar Bowl mobile app. The All-State Sugar Bowl is presented by Allstate, the Louisiana Office of Tourism, and Taco Bell. If you want to be treated right, you go to Bergeron. Bergeron will give you the best deal. You just know you can trust these people. They're from here. They get me. You know, buying a car doesn't have to be a scary experience. It's anything but a Bergeron. Everybody knows that. Everybody. I grew up with a Bergeron. I went to school with a Bergeron. This is the fourth car I've bought from here. That makes me a Bergeron. I'm a Bergeron. I'm a Bergeron. I'm a bourgeois. Get out of here. I'm a Bergeron. Everybody knows a Bergeron. Bergeron Automotive on Veterans in Metairie. On the south side, we got six poly panels. And please, make sure they're flush. Kwame is converting everyone on the block to solar power. Please get a crew to wrap up 202 South Dwayne. He needs more certified installers hey, before the sun sets on his business boom. Let's pick up the pace. We got a long day. Indeed can help him hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. We instantly connect you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Ray Maliazzi here for eBay Motors. Okay, easy now. You're teaching your kid how to parallel park. Ouch! <laughs> Turns out he likes to do it by feel. <laughs> Don't worry, eBay Motors has bumpers, taillights, trunk lids, license plate holders, 122 million parts. Pull up just a little bit. And headlights. <laughs> They've got lots of headlights. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBay Motors, let's ride. Are you in the market for a new job? Are you in the market for a new job? We can help. Attend Cumulus Media's virtual job fair. Going on now. See open positions at Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office, Josefe's Grill, GT Automotive, the United States Army, Silver Slipper Casino, and Southland Plumbing. Go to NashFM1061.com and click on the Cumulus Job Fair link. At Napa, when you take care of your ride, we take care of you. That's why a $25 digital gift card can be yours when you buy 10 quarts of Pennzoil Platinum Full Synthetic Motor Oil products at Napa Auto Parts. That's a reward for rewarding your ride and a way to treat yourself after treating your motor. So give your ride the premium motor oil it deserves and get rewarded in return. Napa! Offer ends 1031-22. Void where prohibited. Terms apply. For complete details, visit pennzoil.com rewards. MVP's bonus days are back at Lowe's. Right now, get a special BOGO offer from Bosch. Buy a select Bosch 18-volt bear tool. Get a battery free. Shop savings on all of our top pro items. Plus, MVP's earn up to three times bonus points on select products. Join today and redeem points for products designed to level up your business. Don't miss MVP's bonus days, happening now at Lowe's. Pricing and offers subject to change at any time. Bonus points calculated before taxes and fees after applicable discounts, if any. Valid through 923. 
For 16 years, the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl has been proud to support one of the area's great traditions, high school football, and the Prep Football Player of the Week Award. The RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl's weekly recognition of excellence on the field by high school student athletes reflects our understanding of the importance of athletics in the development of our youth. And the Prep Player of the Year will be presented the Ronald E. Gardner Award on the field at Caesar Superdome during the 2022 RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl Wednesday night, December 21st. Tickets available now at NewOrleansBowl.com. Last chance today, call the Three Tailgater Show at 260-1061. Back to Ken Trahan and Ed Daniels. As we march on toward the end here on a Saturday morning, Three Tailgater Show continues here on 106.1 FM, Nash Icon. Interesting, Ed, we talked to Nelson Stewart earlier and, and heaping praise on Arch Manning, extremely well-deserved based on the way he's played. He's been terrific. Of course, the athletic, uh, you know, breaking the story, about the fact that Texas spent $280,000 on a two-day visit with eight people involved for Arch's visit to Austin, including five-star hotel and ice sculpture and lake cruise and airfare and cars and parents' open bar and custom caves, even <laughs> top golf and so forth, and he committed three days later. Uh, that's what it is today. Okay? It's, to me, it's, is it intriguing? Yes, but uh, it's, it's what college athletics is all of this is permissible you go all out and if you have the resources to, to do it then you do it whether you like it or not that's it end of story you know based on on where we are in college football today how much is two hundred eighty thousand dollars yeah tell me about i mean it. you know I, I that's my question you know how yeah, much is 200 well, and look and and you know when 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 alabama hired saban and they keep giving him a raise when everyone, you know, um, you know, goes nuts—not everyone, but a lot of people go crazy and say, "Wow, how can he make that much money?" If you look at mm-hmm. Alabama's enrollment as a school, and and where it is, um, where it was in 2007, and where it yeah. is now, he's more than paid for himself many times over, and that's the fact. And I know that you know, and I know young uh, kids in our area who are going to the University of Alabama who 15 years ago or whatever, uh, a person in that position, 17, 18 years old, probably would not have considered them. But they are now. And I think it's naive to think that that wouldn't at least be attributed in some part to what the football team has done over the last 15 years. Yeah. Yeah, listen, uh, I agree. And it's just the way it is today. I mean, that's it, whether you like it or not. That's, that's as it is. So to me, it's, it's not much ado about nothing, it, but it is uh, where we are now. Uh, and that's what, that's what the college level has become, and that's what it's going to take in some cases to get players of that nature. So that's it. That's where we're at. All right, and we got about two minutes remaining. Look, uh, Roger Federer retiring from tennis. Serena Williams saying she's retiring too. Uh, these are two icons in the sport. You know, where do you place them? I place both of them in the top three all time, I think. Uh, certainly Federer, in Serena's case, I, I certainly place her in the top three with the Ratilova and, you know, and maybe Margaret Court. Uh, but certainly these are two of the iconic players in the history of the game. 
Oh, I don't think there's any doubt. Uh, you know, uh, look, uh, Serena Williams is she has she has the skins on the wall, and so does Roger Federer. I don't I don't know what else you could say. You know, it's it's it kind of had two different games because Serena Williams was just power. Her serve so big, and her ground strokes just gigantic. And you know, Federer to me was the guy who played the ultimate classical game. It was just fun to watch him play. And, you know, a guy who uh, was just a great, great player. And, you know, I don't know what else you can say about those those two other than the fact that they're just, they're just awesome. Well, what you can say about them is it's part of the reason not many people are paying as much attention to tennis anymore because uh, the iconic well, players are just not there anymore, yeah. at least at large. Well, the one thing about, like, going to the U.S. Open, all right? I started yeah. going to the U.S. Open in the mid-'80s. And when I went to the U.S. Open, on the same day, I watched uh, Jimmy Connors play Stefan Edberg. I think it was Chris Everett and Monica Sellis and Yvonne yeah. Lendl and Andre Chesnikov. <laughs> yeah. All in the same day. And, Pretty good, man. You know, yeah. I, I, I saw Martina Navratilova 